Hello, Assalamu alaikum. Thank you for joining us here at Mindful Muslim Speaks. We are talking about Ramadan and all of the beautiful benefits and self-development and all types of things that we're trying to do in this month. Um, today's podcast was something that was much requested for me from many women who are experiencing um, certain times of the month, you know, that we're all aware of, where they are not able to fast or to pray and they were seeking some ways to still be engaged in Ramadan and do good deeds and feel that Iman boost and not kind of, um, you know, get lost in not being involved the same way other people are in Ramadan. So today's podcast is for you guys. I mean, it's something everybody experiences. And at the end of the day, there's some really great suggestions that I have that will hopefully keep you um, right along with everyone else, practicing and boosting your Iman and increasing in your self-development. Before um, I start, I just wanted to say, if you guys don't already know, this is a podcast for women. We focus on all types of things, um, motivation, inspiration. I do cover parenting, homeschooling, travel. I've done more or less of some of those topics because of the time of the year, but as the time moves on, we'll be covering um, many other things. Also, things regarding uh, relationship, marriage, inshallah ta'ala. As I reminded other people before, please, if you want to message me, um, yes, I have the voice messages that you can use on this platform, but if it's something private and something else you want to just text, you can please reach me on Instagram um, and DM me right there. This is something that I use in all my announcements from my YouTube channel and my um, other posts and things like that. I make tons of announcements on Instagram. So if you haven't already, follow me there so you can know all the things that I'm doing. Um, also, yeah, show some love for our new YouTube channel. I'm about to put up a new video either um, the end of day today or tomorrow regarding just day in the life of how I do Ramadan with my family. So I think it's really cool to get to watch one another and what each other does. So please subscribe, hit the notification bell and share some love with that. Um, you, I can also find me, you can also find me on Instagram, like I said, Facebook, Twitter and my website www.mindful-muslima.com Okay guys, so jumping right in. First, I just want to mention that while we as women may see it as a spiritual hindrance, it's actually an immense positive blessing and mercy to not have to pray and fast during our menstruation. As women, we're often expected to do all kinds of responsibility in life, right? Sometimes very challenging things, even when we don't feel so well. Like if you're a student, you might not feel well and you if you have like fatigue, pains at this time, but you still have to study and take those exams, right? No one's giving you a break. Or if you're a mom, you're expected to give your all with your children, your chores, your possibly even your work. And, you know, other people, they don't really have mercy for our body and how we're feeling as women. But alhamdulillah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does. He created us and he knows how hard it must be and how adding fasting on top of such difficulty might be super challenging or uncomfortable and he wants ease for us. So first of all, don't see it as a complete negative. It is a beautiful mercy. So I just want to remind us of that and the beautiful blessing. Now beyond that, many women really want to just feel like they're still part of Ramadan. So today I'm going to cover about 10 suggestions. You could take one of them. You could take all of them. It's up to you. Please also share this with other women because a lot of women are going through this and they have very difficult time and their iman gets low. So please also share this as a sadaqa, as an encouragement to share the podcast with others. That could really, really benefit for them. So number one is practical way. What can I still do to feel in the spirit of Ramadan while I'm fasting? Number one, 
do acts of sadaqah. This is one of the biggest ways. Now, normally there's some acts that could be difficult while fasting. Like this time of year, there's planting. You can go out and do tree planting, right? Um, helping a friend move. Um, maybe packing sandwiches and water and giving them out to homeless people. Um, go to a neighbor and do a good deed for them. Cook a dish. Visit an orphanage or a center for young children with cancer and bring them small gifts. These are all things I've done before when I was having this situation or I've done with my family. And believe me, doing these things will melt your heart and boost your iman. When you touch another person's life who is in a very difficult time or a low time in their life, there is no way you will not experience any man boost. SubhanAllah. Number two, this is one I'm putting in isolation. This is still an act of sadaqah like the ones I just mentioned, but it's very specific. It's an act that has immense reward. So just the other day, and this the one I want to mention is feeding the fasting people. So just the other day, I was given the contact of a woman's shelter. It's actually a Muslim homeless shelter that is right in New York. And um, I was asked or given the opportunity to feed 25 to 30 Muslim women and their children during Ramadan. If you live in New York and you do want that contact, please DM me on Instagram. SubhanAllah, what a beautiful thing to do to cook a meal and deliver it to these families in this month. This is a month full of charity. So when it's hot, it might be difficult to do all this cooking, you know, in your fasting. However, when it's easier, like times like this of the month, it is so easy to do charity. Please look for a local charity around you. And these days, it's very, very easy. You could just go on Google. You can Google it. You can ask around. Ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make it easy for you to connect with others. And believe me, if you have that sincere niyyah, Allah will help you find it. Number three, look for small opportunities everywhere. We feel like, oh, there's nothing for us to do. There are so many things for us to do. We're overlooking them sometimes. While we can, you know, not pray to Allah directly, we can um, in salah or, or fast for Him. Nothing is stopping us from interacting with Allah's creation at full capacity in the best way possible, right? So just like the bigger ideas I just explained, there's also teeny small things that we often overlook and we can easily do every day. So for example, maybe there's a coworker that we know that is just experiencing a hardship like divorce, let's just say. You could place some flowers on their desk or some chocolates with a beautiful, thoughtful note of encouragement. Um, maybe it's calling a relative that has become distant from you and you want to keep that sunnah of the ties of kinship. Maybe it's just focusing on being kinder to other people and more patient to strangers. For example, sometimes women drive, we have road rage, right? So maybe driving more calm, calming yourself down, being more thoughtful, and just thinking of someone else and how you can give them their haq, how can give them their rights every day in a better way. Those little things, guys, are small, but they go a long way in the sight of Allah and self-development. Number four, memorizing Quran. It is not forbidden. We can easily download an app on our phone and play it when we're walking or driving. Reciting Quran washes your heart, washes my heart. When it's clean, we're going to have higher iman. So this is a beautiful way to boost our iman. Number five, reflecting on the Quran. Reflecting on the Quran, of course, also is not forbidden. And the time of the Prophet, peace be upon him, the Sahaba would memorize lines of Quran, but they, they would also try to implement them in their daily life. And they couldn't do that unless they reflected on them and the importance of them in their life. So please, let's just read the Quran robotically. Let's think about how we can instill it in our everyday life. For example, let's say you're memorizing an ayat uh, on patience. Then you will try to maybe do so in your life, have more patience. So, you know, we're not hypocritical. These small acts um, might seem uh, small, like I said, but they're actually huge in the uh, sight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Number six, educate yourself into action. 
So you can listen to lectures on topics, let's say, that you want to improve yourself in. So for example, if you're a person who feels like you get agitated easily or angry easily, listen to some information or lectures on how you can control it. And then make Nia each day, while not fasting, to try to focus on that specific thing and correct it. And if you even want to set a goal for yourself, like if you know you're going to be not fasting for like seven days, say by the end of these seven days, inshallah ta'ala, I'm going to try to be significantly better in this particular thing of mine that I want to improve. Number seven, increase your da. Other than becoming closer to Allah from Salah, we can also do this with Da'a. You know, we can still talk to Him. This is a form of talking to Allah, just like Salah is kind of that, that way. So tell Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala your problems in life. Ask Him for assistance and guidance. Da'a can be reciting specific things that we learned in the Sunnah, but it can also be simply pouring your heart out in a sincere way. Both are important and can increase your connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and boost your Iman. Um, number eight, I love this one. Help other mothers who are fasting and have children. I know one sister in particular who loves this opportunity whenever she is not um, praying. She uh, goes to help other mothers who never get a chance to pray in peace by watching their children just maybe one day or two days, whatever it's easy for her, so they can go and pray tarawih. That is just such a beautiful and selfless act. And Allah helps us, and we're going to take reward from that and the fact that that mother was able to pray. So please, if you can, offer another mother either for the tarawih or for other things that she's doing if she's fasting and caring for her kids. Number nine, share the beauty of Islam with somebody else that doesn't know about Islam. Teach a non-Muslim about Islam in Ramadan. Just strike up a conversation about it somehow. If you live in the West, it's very easy to be around other cultures and religions. Somehow just strike up a conversation in this month. Maybe invite a non-Muslim to a, um, an event or a mosque in a center. There's all kinds of cool things happening in Ramadan. I'm sure it could be something that could spark their interest. Last one, give charity. Give charity. Give charity, guys. It could be a monetary donation online. It could be attending a fundraiser. There's always opportunities to give. I hope these things have been super helpful. And please stay tuned for our next podcast where we'll be talking more about how we can develop ourselves in Ramadan. Jazakum Allahu khairan. Assalamu alaikum.